Welcome to Diverse, the podcast of the Society of Women Engineers. SWE supports the advancement of women in engineering and technology. You can find all of our podcasts on SoundCloud, iTunes, and SWE's blog, All Together, at altogether.swe.org. Hi, I'm Penny Worsing, FY19 President of the Society of Women Engineers. Welcome to SWE's Diverse Podcast Series. Please remember to add this podcast to your iTunes and like or follow us on social media. Visit SWE.org for more details. It's hard to believe my year as president is almost up. And because of that, I am joined today by our new SWE president for FY20, Cindy Hoover. Cindy is the vice president and chief engineer for operations at Spirit Aerosystems in Wichita, Kansas. In this role, she provides engineering and technical support services to all of operations across Spirit's locations in the U.S. and abroad. With more than 29 years of industry experience in engineering, operations, project, and program management, Six Sigma, and a wide range of executive roles, Cindy's varied background offers a wide range business perspective from development through delivery. Cindy is an active member of the Wichita community and an avid supporter of both Wichita State University and the Society of Women Engineers. As a member of SWE for over 30 years, Cindy has served at the collegiate, local, professional, regional, and national levels of the organization, including previous roles as treasurer of the board and a board of trustees member. Cindy will take over as president of the society on July 1st, 2019, right around the corner. So thanks for joining us today, Cindy. Absolutely. It's great to be here. Well, let's go ahead and get started. Um, Tell me, what initially sparked or inspired your interest in STEM? Well, I'll tell you, after serving in the Air Force, my dad went to school for his engineering technology degree. At that time, I was, you know, in first grade, and I just remember doing my studies next to him at the kitchen table. And I was always a good student. I had a head for math and science, and um, I continued down that path throughout school. When I was in high school, I had also some fantastic teachers, specifically my calculus and physics instructors, and they were very supportive of me and helped me decide that engineering was a path I really wanted to explore. Teachers are so important, aren't they? They are. Yeah. So so walk us through your academic and professional accomplishments. Where did you go to school and how did your studies influence your career path? I received my electrical engineering degree at Wichita State University with a focus on power systems. Now, luckily, Wichita State is located in a very metropolitan area, so I was able to work part-time at a company called NCRC Tech during my junior and senior years of school. And I also found SWE during my sophomore year at college, and I had held several leadership positions. Um, All of this helped me land my first job out of college at at Coke Pipelines Incorporated, uh, where I worked in oil and gas. And I worked as a project engineer at Coke, which served me very well as I kind of stayed in program management my entire career, spanning oil and gas, high-tech electronics, and for the past 12 years, aerospace. Wow, that's a lot of industry changes. How did you manage to change industries and still move up the corporate ladder? (laughs) 
I actually get this question quite a lot when I'm speaking. And I will say one of the best things about earning an engineering degree is that the process teaches you to solve problems and to continuously learn. I've used all of these skills on all of all of my new roles. And also because I started out as a project engineer and did not go down an extremely technical path, I was able to move into different roles and industries by applying the project skills that I had learned along the way. Hmm. Well, that makes sense. And I, I can imagine that you do get that question a lot because I think some people are afraid to change industries because they're concerned that that will affect their career trajectory. So you're, you're a great role model in that respect. Thank you. So um, the um, what kinds of obstacles have you faced um, as a woman in engineering and how did you overcome them? Well, when I started my engineering career, there were uh, even fewer females working in engineering, especially in the oil and gas industries. So I utilized my SWE section as my, I will call it my friend network. Otherwise, it would have been pretty lonely. Um, mm -hmm. However, after, you know, working in the field for seven years, I found that I wasn't really moving past that glass ceiling. So I decided I could either be okay with that or I could reach out to my network and find a different job. So I reached out, I found another job and was a manager at my new company within a year of hiring. So it really did make a difference to, to change industries there and, and to move on. It was also the only job in my almost 29 years where I've had a woman manager. And that's spanning three different companies, three different industries, 29 years and 16 different roles. And I've only had one female manager all that time. And it was when I changed that job. Again, I, I think you're serving as a great role model for our listeners. And it is very unfortunate that you've only had one woman manager, but hopefully that will be changing for the people that come after you. Absolutely. And she was a fantastic mentor to me and a sponsor. And, um, she, you know, she has uh, inspired me throughout my career. That's, that's great. Um, it can certainly be difficult as a working woman, um, especially one in a leadership role, to find a healthy, I'll call it work-life balance, maybe work-life integration. Um, what do you do to unwind and disconnect from your professional responsibilities? Well, I really believe in the need for a work and life balance, and it, it's not always been easy to do this while raising three boys to adulthood, let me tell you. <laughs> but um, I do have a wonderful husband of 29 years who's done a lot of that heavy lifting. And I will say for all of those women out there that a family vacation is not a great way to unwind. Um <laughs> It's really not. But throughout our life, Brian and I have had really our own separate, um, you know, we do our own vacations sometimes. We, um, you know, we'll go on a boy's trip or a girl's trip, you know, to unwind and de-stress. And now that the kids are out of the house, you know, I can sit on my deck with a glass of wine and a good book. And it's just such a great way uh, to de-stress from a hard day. It's really just so important to just take that time for yourself um, and realize, you know, you don't need to be super mom or super wife or super friend, right? You have to take some time for yourself and, and de-stress and, de and, and unwind. That is so true. So thank you for sharing that. <laughs> Hopefully some people will take that to heart. Um, if you could give, well, you just had a great piece of advice, but if you could give any one piece of advice to 
uh, current engineers who'd like to move up the leadership ranks, what would it be? I would say get out of your own way and get out of your comfort zone and take that risk. It really is easy to stay kind of in that same job and become very complacent about where you're at. But if you want to move up and take on leadership roles, you really need to kind of broaden your scope and learn new things. And that means taking a challenge and moving into different roles and different jobs and like sometimes like me moving into different industries. Well, um, thank you for sharing all of that. Um, I would like to um, ask you one more question uh, before I leave you with some words of wisdom from uh, okay. one sweet president to the next. Um, so what are your professional or society goals as president in the next year? And what, would, what changes would you like to see happen over the course of your time with SWEEP? So the society has really gone through a, a very complex governance change over the past five years. Um, the, most of those changes are now in place. I mean, there's still some movement there, but the bulk of those changes are in place. And I'm really excited to kind of see the committees really begin to work together with headquarters and their BOD license and improve the member experience both here domestically and abroad. This includes building kind of a more inclusive environment for all of our members, as well as helping our corporate partners see the value and need for diversity in their organizations. So really my focus is to kind of take all that hard work that everyone's done behind me and getting these, these governance changes in place and really move the organization into a business as usual. Now let's just grow and expand and and become better. And that's really where I'm going to focus this year. Yeah. Well, it's going to be an exciting year. Um, and as I pass the torch to you as the next week president, I'd, I'd like to give you just a couple pieces of advice or words of wisdom. Um, First of all, just know that time goes so fast. I mean, the next 12 months are going to be over before you know it. So I suggest keeping a journal. Um, I started one when I first learned that I was going to be president-elect almost two years ago. And um, even now, if I go more than a week or two between writing in it, it's it's hard to remember everything that's happened. It, it really is a whirlwind of activity. So I guess the first one would be, you know, Keep a journal if you, it helps, you know, just understanding everything that's going on. Um, another uh, bit of advice, I guess, is know that you represent SWE at all times. Um, I have actually run into people at the gym and on planes who recognize me. And um, I'm not used to that. I mean, I, I realize, you know, movie stars and everything are used to that, but I'm not used to it. <laughs> and so especially, you know, I'm at the gym or I just left the gym and I'm a hot mess and, and somebody says, hey, are you Penny Versing, sweet president? I'm like, oh, yes, yes. That's me. <laughs> um, but it also made me realize that that my comments and actions could be seen by anyone at any time. So I really try to carry myself as the face of SWE at all times, even, even when I don't feel like I'm in a SWE environment. Um, and I guess the last one, obviously, is just have fun. It is such an incredible opportunity. I have met so many fabulous people um, in person and through podcasts like this that I've recorded. And it's just great to hear how SWE has helped change people's lives and how well our organization is respected 
in the U.S. and around the world. So it is just, it's so, you're going to have such a great time. Oh, thank you, Patty. That is great advice. And I'm definitely going to take that to heart because um, it's already a whirlwind and it hasn't even started. And uh, I, I can see where, you know, kind of keeping track of all that because things do go so fast. So thank you for that advice. I am so truly honored to lead this just amazing organization. And I'm I'm passionate about helping women achieve their potential. And as this president of SWE, I'm not only a, a sponsor, but I'm a role model and a champion for women in the engineering profession. And, and I don't take that lightly. So thank you. Yeah, thank you. Well, well, thank you again, Cindy, for taking the time to speak with us today and providing some really valuable insight for our current and our future engineers and leaders from all of us at SWE. I'm Penny Worsing. Thanks for listening to this, my, my last podcast as president. Thank you for listening to this podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. Please don't forget to leave us a review on iTunes or like your favorite episodes on SoundCloud. If you have not already made plans to be part of the largest gathering of women engineers in the world, visit our We18 conference site, we18.swe.org. Information on housing, registration, and keynote speakers is now available.